This is Jimmy Bones, and this episode of Bones on Sports and my PBR are brought to you by the Age of Radio Syndicate show, Learning to Curse. Learning to Curse is a podcast that goes deep and hard on topics such as ghosty ghosts, ubernatural, and the paranormals. If you like jokes and skeptics, talking seriously about weird shit, then Learning to Curse is the podcast for you. Oh yeah, for you. And you over there. And you. And your mom. I'm not Chuck. I'm not Adam. Join us every Sunday for Learning to Curse with Adam and Chuck. Greetings from wherever you're listening from. This is Jimmy O.D. Bones. The O.D. stands for opening day from the Krypton Phoenix. You're listening to Bones on Sports. So today, since opening day happened this past weekend, the first three games for the Diamondbacks are are behind us. We're going to be focusing a lot on baseball. We'll have listener email and a controversial take of the week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So it's been opening day. The D-backs are 2-1-1. They didn't play today. Two things I want to talk about really in this episode is going to be Zach Granke and Yasami Tomas. So first, let's talk Zach Granke. Uh, he pitched yesterday. He was battling a groin injury coming out of spring training. Uh, so he bumped him back to the third start. And uh, the question is going to be, does he look like an ace again? And... My honest opinion is that he probably does not, unless he does one thing, and that's get his velocity back up. I was watching the uh, the, the little uh, uh, miles per hour sign up in the corner of Chase Field yesterday, and really I saw his fastball topping out at about 88, 89. I thought to myself, that seems kind of low. I want to say he was in the mid-90s. So I did a little bit of research, and sure enough, you know, through 2009, 10, 11, 12, and even up into 2015, uh, his his fastball is really in the mid-90s, and that's where he needs it to get back to. You know, he's he's always been a he's always been kind of a finicky little pitcher, always counting on painting the the painting the black. The, core, the edges of the, of the plate with the uh, um, with strikes and, and two-seams fastballs and four-seam fastballs. Uh, he's mixed in some sliders. Uh, rarely does he throw uh, Uncle Charlie, uh, but he's really gotten away with, with his pinpoint location, which is fine for a pitcher like him. Uh, but I think he's more effective when his fastball's topping out at 93, 94. Um, you know, I'd even sell for 91, 92. But at 88, 87... Uh, you know, that's really, that's a slider speed. Um, so 
So if he can get his velocity back up, uh, do I think he can? He the guy's what thirty four by now, so he's not going to really return to the same form he did uh, three four years ago when he was when he had just just crossed the age of thirty. Uh, but I still think that he if he, if his velocity gets back up, I think he can win twenty twenty one games, and that's really what the Diamondbacks need to do. Um, yeah, that's what the Diamondbacks need him to do is truly be a twenty plus game. Uh, winner again, <clears throat> you know, because you've got Robbie Ray, you got Patrick Corbin. Uh, you know, if, if those guys can get you in the upper teens and wins, you know, I think we got a good shot of making a run at first place. Uh, I still kind of feel it's probably the Dodgers' um, division to lose, uh, but I would love to see him make a run at it. Uh, maybe even pick up wild card spot. But frankly, I'd love to see him win the NL West again. Um, I think they've got the pieces in place, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on the controversial take of the week. You know, but the question or the the interesting story coming out of spring training, coming into opening day, uh, is is you know is not putting Granky at third. Uh, you know, pitching not pitching opening day. You know, Patrick Orban pitched opening day. He did a fine job. You know, frankly, it's a it's a nice honor to pitch opening day. But you know, let's face it, there's 162 games this year, uh, starting on day one or day three. Doesn't really make a huge bit of difference. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit beside the point. I'm a little digressing a little, but um, you know, the the interesting story is uh, Tomas and what they've done with this guy. Let's take a second. You know, you know what time it is. Hashtag PBR. So let's take a second. Uh, we'll sit back and have a little uh, little story time with uh, uh, Jimmy O.D. Bones. Again, the O.D. stands for opening day. So, yes, Manny Tomas. He, in 2014, uh, player out of Cuba, never played in the major leagues. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks decided to sign him to a six-year, uh, $68.5 million contract. Frankly, it hasn't worked out, and it's probably the worst contract that the Diamondbacks have ever signed. Um, so a little bit of history. The guy supposed to have this huge bat comes in to play third base, horrible third base, D-backs move into the outfield, even worse in the outfield. Um, and, and really the bat, I don't think was, was, was quite there. I, I'm not impressed by it. Uh, if we look at the statistics, you know, 2015, played in 118 games, uh, had 111 hits, nine home runs. 2016 was probably his best year, played in 140 games, had uh, 144 hits and 31 home runs. 
So that's not too bad. Last year, he was hurt, played in 47 games, had 40 hits, eight home runs, has driven in a total of 163 RBIs over the three years, um, and is batting a, a 268 average. So, so uh, what was it? La- yeah, last year we signed JD Demar- or trade for JD Martinez. We get him, we lose him to free agency. Naturally, yeah, you'd think someone with that with a six-year, $70 million contract would be the next big slugger. Um, instead, we get Steven Suiza. And uh, right after spring training, we send the guy to AAA Reno. Um, in order to do that, we put him on outright ravers, which happened yesterday or the day before. And we don't need to worry about it. No team is going to pick him up. So, in order for him to keep getting a paycheck, the guy's going to have to take his assignment in AAA Reno and make something like $13 million this year playing AAA ball. So, what what happened? What went wrong? You know, we, we I wasn't part of the decision. So, <clears throat> basically, Luvo told him, look, man, you need to work on your defense. Uh, you're coming to spring training. You're a little out of shape. And... You're just not really focusing on the defensive aspect of your game. So go work on your defense, get better. Honestly, if someone told me that they'd give me $70 million over the course of six years, uh, you better believe I'm hitting the gym every day. Uh, I'd be working out. I'd be shagging fly balls. I'd be doing whatever it takes to stay on the Major League Baseball roster. That's what I would do. You know, I've got a decent work ethic. Apparently he doesn't, you know, really truth be told, the guy is when you blow it away, he's, he's basically a designated hitter. And, uh, but let's be honest, what, what AL club is going to take the guy who's going to pay him that kind of money to be a DH. It's not going to happen, especially when you're only batting 268 over the course of three years and you have a history of being injured. So, so, uh, Kind of take a little bit of sneak peek at um, listener email. Jennifer from Glendale says, well, what's going to happen with this guy? What are we going to wind up doing? Uh, here's here's what I think we're going to wind up doing, Jennifer. This is my opinion. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, my opinion in a book gets you a cup of coffee. So he'll play AAA Reno this year, maybe next year. As this contract starts getting into the final couple of years, frankly, it'll probably just bite the bullet and outright release him and buy him out. So could could we wind up trading him um, to an AL team to be a DH? That's a possibility, but we're going to wind up eating most of that contract. Either way, this isn't a cost, so it's just a shit ton of money, uh, and it's a pretty, pretty big disappointment all said and done. But, hey, lesson learned. I don't think we'll wind up getting into something like that again. Um I wish we would have had that money set aside for JD Martinez, but you know, we'll see. So, so there's, there's two things I want to chat about with, with uh, the D back baseball club. Um, you know, they look pretty good uh, the past three days. Granted, they're playing Colorado. Colorado always starts off pretty good and kind of fades, fades towards the end. Uh, kind of like how the Cubs did for almost a hundred years, but <clears throat> They looked, uh, they looked all right. They looked all right. Uh, so let's open up the email bag and see what kind of email we got. And then we get into the controversial take of the week. 
So right, I went through one email, which was Jennifer from Glendale asking, you know, what what's going to happen with Yasami Tomas. Um, <clears throat> so we already discussed that. Another another interesting little email here came from um, a JP in Wisconsin. Uh, didn't know we had fans in Wisconsin. Glad you're with me. Um, what this is an interesting email. What are your top ten? What I'm sorry. What are the top ten apps on your phone? So. So I've got the phone right here. You know, really, if you're talking sports apps, JP, you know, I've got uh, CBS, NHL, Yahoo Sports, and MLB at bat. Um, you know, NHL's for the Coyotes, at bats for the Diamondbacks, CBS and Yahoo Sports, just for picking up stories here and there. Uh, then we flip over to Fantasy. I've got Yahoo Fantasy. I've got CBS Fantasy. Um and then cover five. I did a cover five a couple of years ago for football. That was, that was, that was rough. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably get into that as I, um, as we wind down the summer months here, when we talk about fancy football, um, so on and so forth. Uh, and my podcast app for Apple podcasts, um, and you know, sports apps. I, well, tap sports, Baseball 18 just came out. Uh, they had a football one, a Tap Sports football, a couple of years back that was fun as hell, man. I wish they'd bring it back. So if anyone from Tap Sports is listening, um, bring back football, FFS. Uh, that was a blast. So, oh, and then StubHub and Game Time for cheap tickets. But it's all those are my sports ones. If you're talking non-sports ones, um, you know, there's a there's a game I've been playing since 2012 called Crime City. It's kind of like how I don't know if you remember when Facebook was cool before they started listening to your phone conversations and reading your emails and, and text messages. Um, but uh, if you want to learn more about conspiracy theories, um, you can always head over to uh, you can always head over to Learning to Curse with Adam and Chuck. Uh, one of them's not Adam, and the other one's not Chuck. Um, I'm not sure which is which. Hopefully, one day I'll meet those cats. But anyways, um, before Facebook, when Facebook was cool, they had a thing called, I think it was called Mafia Wars or something like that. But anyways, Crime City um, is a cool little game. It is. It's it. It eats up some time, but it's fun. There's a, uh, a syndicate or a clan or, or a crew, whoever you want to call, whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, HBO. Um, House of Bacon, uh, Bacon Forever. So I've been with those guys. Uh, Shifty's a leader. Um, got some pretty cool officers. Voice is a hockey guy. Uh, Cisneros, Lexi, um, Adam. I know I'm, I can't name everybody. So uh, plus, who knows if they're even listening uh, for a shout out. But anyways, been with them for probably since 15. So coming up on three years now. Um, breaking into the top 10 overall. That's pretty fun. Uh, what are the cool apps I have? You know, believe it or not, I still play Candy Crush Saga. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed to admit that, so don't tell anybody. Um, you know, Twitter. Twitter's a big one. Uh, still have Facebook, even though I want to get rid of it. Um, was playing Rules of Survival for a long time, but then Fortnite came out on the PS4, so I'm doing that. Um, but anyways, long, long answer to a short question. What are some of the top apps on your phone? So... Those are some of the apps I have. Um, you know, tweet me or email me. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to if there's anything I'm missing out there. I'm always looking for a good 
uh, a fun game to play or a good sports app. So if you've got something in your name, let me know about it. By all means, man. Share the love, right? Um, all right. So controversial take of the week is I know a lot of people aren't going to believe this, and, and I'm probably going to be eating my words come September. <clears throat> I'm probably thinking more with my heart than my brain. But I think that the D-backs can legitimately win the NL West. And here's why I think that. If you look at it, like I said earlier, it's it's really the Dodgers' division to lose. Uh, but last year, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks came down to uh, in a wild card game, and it could be close. Could be close again. Um, I think the Rockies added Wade Davis, um, and they added another lefty, Jake McGee. I don't know if they really made a lot of offseason moves. Uh, you know, really the only huge difference. From last year to this year is, of course, we lost J.D. Martinez. That was a big bat. Um, when Steven Suisa gets better, uh, uh, he's he's hurt probably till maybe the middle of May. Uh, once he comes back in, um, you know, take him a couple weeks to get back up to uh, midseason form. And then, you know, but that's good because, hey, now, now he's not going to be tired in junior line. He's many days off. Uh, he's still a decent bat. He's no J.D. Martinez, but I think he's he's serviceable. Uh, you know, we lost Fernando Rodney, but I think that I'd rather have Archie Bradley closing. I know he came up through the minors as a starter, then got hit in the face, um, which shook him a little bit, but I like him in the closer role. He was a setup man last year, but I do like him in the closer role. So I think the bullpen is a little bit better without Rodney, uh, and with Bradley closing. Um, some folks think that the Giants are going to do pretty good. Um, they ended, they added Evan Longoria and Andrew McCutcheon, um, but if it were 2012, 2013, um, you can make a case for that. But unfortunately, that that was five years ago. They're good players. They're 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 on their downhill side of the of their career. Um, nothing against them. They're hella good players. But I don't think that's going to make a big impact. So what I'm hoping is as D backs stay healthy. Uh, that's where I think that they could win the NL West. Again, probably thinking more with my brain than I am. Um, I'm sorry, more with my heart than I am my brain because uh, I want them to win the NL West. Uh, but like I said, that's why it's called the controversial take of the week, right? Uh, keep those PBRs cold, people. But um, <clears throat> so trying to think if there's anything else I really want to talk about. Uh, baseball's in full swing. I'm absolutely excited um, you know, hockey's starting to come to a little bit of a close. Uh, next podcast, we'll be talking postseason uh, for the NHL. Um, you know, you've got, oh, hey, we're down to our final two games in uh, March Madness, right? Uh, tomorrow night, Michigan takes on Villanova. Um, feel free to ask the guys at Swarrow Sports. I entered their their bracket for a, what was it? Archie Bradley signed baseball. Um, but anyways, Bones on Sports is probably going to finish in fourth place, unfortunately. Um, look at the standings now. D, oh, what is this username? DJ Clambake1 has 840 points. 
good old Jimmy Bones has 800 points, and we both have Villanova. Uh, the third-place team uh, also has Villanova. Uh, the second-place team has Xavier. So if Villanova wins, we all move up a little bit. I might be able to take over um, and end up in third. Uh, but I'm not going to win it, unfortunately. But I did have Villanova. Didn't have Michigan. Uh, that was a surprise. Um, glad to see them back there. I haven't... Have they been back to uh, a championship game since the Fab Five? I'll have to look that up. But um, anyhow, so so yeah, so we've got uh, yeah. Next time we'll talk a little little postseason hockey. Is that's coming up pretty soon? Um, yeah, baseball's in the swing of things. Um, and I think that will just about do it. Yeah, I do record these on Sundays uh, for for a Monday release. Uh, since it is Easter Sunday, what did one Easter egg say to the other? The answer is, heard any good yolks lately? So uh, there's the dumb joke for the day. Controversial take of the day. Um, you know, boners, bonets. I think that wraps up the podcast again from the crypt here in Phoenix. This is Jimmy O.D. Bones. The O.D. stands for opening day. I'm having a ice cold PBR. I recommend you do the same. Until next time around, 1738, I'm out. So oh.